0: I am bleeding, I am feeding, but I can bring me back to me, I am seething, I am needing and pleading, but you want to make me see. We be walking, you be talking, talking of the will to be. We be shocking and I be locking, locking away from me. Strap yourselves in, listeners, much like complacency. This is the kind of resonance that kills. This is your host, Red Grin. Throw yourself in. Swim and hope you may drown or don't. When it hits you, there is a feeling of invincibility. And why shouldn't there be? It was designed to kill pain. It was designed to kill you. Maybe that is what it is. Maybe disparity by design is what makes it worthwhile. Maybe the deception... ...is what makes it... ...contagious. Wake up. Your fifth dimension filled with regret. But there was something there. There was something that made it matter. That made the denial attractive. That made you want to lie about who you are and what you are to the people you love most. To the people that got you to where you are in a physical and psychological sense in the first place. They gave you life in more ways than one. And you become addicted to the possibility of death. In more ways than 20. Because death matters to you. Death is where she is. And you have to find her. You have to tell her that you're sorry. Sorry for becoming part of her life. But you know deep inside that she would see you as a disappointment a waste she would look on you with shame Oh, would she would she not welcome you give you a tour of the never not there give you the answers that you've been searching for since the night you decided nobody living could provide Nobody at all. All you get is a glimpse, a watered-down view of the perspective you attempt to remember. You remember the deep conversations and the wild, mutual attachment that you tell yourself your relationship was built on. A relationship with deceptively and terrifyingly weak foundations. Foundations that cracked under your collective and incredibly depressive weight. You two were a kindred spirit. And now she solely remains the latter. And as that thought enters your mind, you roll, you sip, you split, snort, or plunge. All because you are sorry. And you always will be. Until you see her again. Here he slouches in the corners of all our eyes, doing nothing but adding to the smoke that radiates and rises from the ones underneath. His wings are on display, resting wearily against the cold street he calls home when nobody is looking. But someone always is. The wings are scarred, Forever smoke blackened, much like the rest of his soul. He is sure that he did not ask to be reborn this way. No, not this way. But, like many who have been deceived into a fall, no. <laughs> No, the fall from grace to lie there rotting in the ever-deepening pit that is misguided self-creation. He basks in the bitter, the unwanted, the apathy. He bathes in the stigmatized waters of the disengaged. He has the option to tread with care, to tread with strength, or to descend into the sunken place. It is a place that to one of the fallen would seem like a misplaceable place of peace and serenity. But the joy of tranquility is as it is within this place that people long to eternal lie. It is initial it is fleeting, it is an allusion to the ones who don't know any better, but this man does not know everything. What indeed lies beyond the endless oceans of the sunken place? This angel fears what lies beyond the shadow-filled oceans of the unknown, and he's not alone on that score. It is that very fear that gives him the strength to keep his head above the bloodline. This ocean of pain and regret is, of course, far too vast not to feel alone. The only way to kill his loneliness is to swim and just keep swimming all the while his wings complaining from the lack of neglect. All the furious angel has to do is follow the cries, stalk the screams of the ones treading lightly, the ones about to drown. Perhaps the ones who haven't found the strength to breathe in the grey balance of life, ...and are terrified that floating might not be enough to save their own. The undertow pulls. The tide shifts. The ocean turns to crimson as it feasts on the drowned. On the disenfranchised. And, of course those who have been blessed with chronic misfortune the one who the ocean of pain wrongly sees and feels as weak that is its first blunder it underestimates the damaged and it never expects the furious angels the ones who have the ability to transcend, escape, and ascend out of this ocean of fear and loathing. But this furious angel, (laughs) Serzero is his name, I know him personally, of course, does not perform his duty selfishly. He's not trying to buy his way into heaven. He doesn't even know where that is. He sees it as his purpose. Whenever he spreads his wings, it hurts, burns even. But Zerzoro is one for working through pain. He never ascends alone. He is forever holding the dripping, shaking hands of the nearly drowned, the ones who never realized that they could fly, who never realized there would come a day where their feet would once again touch the surface of sand. It is a surface that almost all who touch it can nearly remember again. Memories of times before they knew the sunken place even existed. Before their lungs were filled with tears and blood. Filled with all things with the exception of air. Of peace. The exception of life. The furious angel suspends himself above terra firma, smoking heavily and drinking heavily to quench and compensate, just outside and looking down upon the reality that now stands firm, looking up and smiling with relief. A smile of the many who deserve to try Again, to start again. The angel smiles back furiously, of course, as he always does. He is, after all, all teeth. He's all teeth. He's all teeth. Why not? Ground yourself, says the second chance, standing firm. Why not come with me? Because, he says, flapping his wings through gritted teeth, this is where you belong, in your own reality. This is your stop. He points behind the second chance towards the murky grey forest of the living. I would advise you to keep to the path that leads to your zone of safety. The forest has a way of leading you towards the edge. It is tempting, I know. But this vicious circle must be broken. I can't keep catching you, not forever. My wings can't take it. The second chance, standing firm, nods and smiles, not knowing whether it was a genuine or hollow smile, and turns away. As the angel returns to where he was reborn to wallow and save. Towards the grey forests, the second chance firmly strides. With the angel's voice on the inside. Like a satellite navigation for the soul. But still, the sirens aren't loud enough. Still... The pain and the beautiful indifference blares and beckons towards the precipice that is the near fall from grace. The second chance begins to cry with shame, but smiles darkly as it, as they, prepare to fall. Because he would be there. The furious angel, the one with the unbreakable broken wings, the scarred heart, and the ever-silencing soul. Zerzero the one who was forced to fall and created to catch. On the edge now. The second chance is no longer standing firm, looking at the rocks below into the relapsed ocean of tears, blood, and history. They're high, they're drunk, and as the dark smile widens, they start to pray. He is like a sentence of death. He has less than no options left, and he has everything to show now. He is down on the ground. He has no longer forever to live, and he has no choice but to know now. It is his gift, it is his curse. It is his time And if I fall My furious angel My frenzied Jester of the fallen He will be there To bring me back To me He will bring me back To me If the human soul are to never die. The souls of the fallen angels must remain eternal high. Amen to that, my furious angels. Amen to that. This has been your host, Red grinned.